to the Switchmas Eve edition of Nintendo News Report for January 12th, 2017. I am Donald Terriel. Uh, Alex is on assignment this week. He's currently in New York for reasons that we cannot get into on the air. And I'm joined tonight by two uh, two very special guests. First up, our news editor, Brian Rose. What's up, everybody? And our community manager and uh, resident person who has beaten me about the head and neck in various sporting events the last few months, J.P. Corcoran. Yes. Probably not much anytime soon, though. It's going to be a little while. I don't think, I mean, the Leafs probably aren't going to make the playoffs, and at this rate, the Flyers might not either. You're playing in the Metropolitan Division. That's not going to go well for anybody. All right. So, of course, this being Switchman's Eve, we are about 90 minutes out from the start of the grand, uh, the grand press event in Tokyo, which I'm going to be up till two o'clock in the morning covering, but we've, the question on everybody's mind at this point is how the heck are we going to get one of these things in the morning when the pre-orders actually go up no. and we're, and we're starting to see uh, GameStops are posting their allotments. One store, I think we saw that had 38 yeah. for the whole store. Uh, we've got, I know my local Walmart has no idea what the hell's going on. So typical. And my local games hasn't had anything, but what are your, what are your guys' battle plans for getting a Switch? I have Amazon.com up right now. I'm going to be refreshing every second until there's a pre-order up and hope I can like bully my way through an order. Yeah, if that's not, pretty much my... Yeah. my... I mean, there's, yeah. so there's going to be a whole bunch of sites offering pre-orders, and I'll have each of them up. You know, Best Buy, Target, I guess Walmart. But the, There'll probably be a lot of stores doing pre-order stuff right now, or after the presentation. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to be refreshing Amazon like crazy tonight, and possibly also GameStop.com. And if I can't get one there, uh, I may have to go and camp out outside my local GameStop in the morning. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the last time Nintendo dropped hardware on Amazon out of nowhere, or at least even with a, an arranged pre-order time, it crashed the entire site. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so obviously keep keep an eye on your local retailers. I know we're starting to see some placeholder pricing going up. Uh, Walmart Canada, for instance, listed three ninety nine Canadian for the Switch, which would work out to about three hundred US for this when it for when it launches. do you think that's going to hold, or are we looking, or is this something where they just had it higher, they can drop it later? Everything that, I hope not. <laughs> everything that I've seen is $249, which I think is, is, is the best price. Um, I mean, if they're going to go 300 I mean, I'd still buy it, but I think that would turn off a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we, we would buy it at 299 Yeah, but... I, like the, the Nintendo needs people that don't write for Nintendo websites to buy this thing, so <laughs> I think they need they need it they need it to be two fifty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see three hundred US if there was something rather like if there was a game and maybe the Pro Controller in the package. Yeah. But 
Otherwise. Yeah, if they do 300 with, you know, both Mario Kart and Splatoon, then maybe, but even still, I think sure. I think it needs to be 215. I think maybe you can do two bundles, one with just a standalone console for 250, and 299 will get you, like, two extra games or the Pro Controller or something. Yeah, like I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, they could do the multiple SKUs. I, I think they would be smart to just stick with the one. True. Yeah, this is definitely something. I mean, if they want to get back to the success that the Wii had, then they probably need to price it like the Wii, which was two fifty with a game. Yeah, something that something that has a wide appeal. Like exactly. maybe maybe Splatoon is your pack in, maybe Mario Kart your pack in. But with Mario Kart, you could easily sell more DLC with that. Splatoon, I think they've pretty much set the expectation I, that's going to be built out for free. Yeah, I think well, Splatoon, I know. I think Nintendo wants people to have Splatoon. They want to build the audience for that franchise since it's got a lot of potential. And you got to figure, if you're selling them separately, Mario Kart would do a lot better than Splatoon sold separately. So, I, I don't know. I would yeah. think Splatoon would be probably the easier one to pack in. Yeah, because Mario Kart 8, when it came out on the Wii U, it came out a year before Splatoon did, and it sold like double what it did about double worldwide. It's, that's the highest selling game on the system, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like more than half of Wii owners own Mario Kart 8. It's yeah. about wow. a third, 40%. Wow. So there's a, good, there's a good history there with both of those, but I think if I think you could probably get more mileage, pardon pun, of packing <laughs> an online-focused game like Splatoon in the box to make sure that people actually... I mean, Mario Kart is pretty online-focused as well. Yeah, yeah. but... It, but the you can single player that pretty well, whereas Splatoon, ninety yeah. percent of its appeal is online. You know, yeah. game, game well, we don't know what they've online. added to it though. Is the thing? I mean, they they may have. I mean, if they're going to come other things, but yeah, yeah. In in terms of what we've played so far, what we know that that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, as we said, keep an eye on, keep an eye on your your retailers of choice. Uh, they hopefully will have stuff up after right after the presentation, which will probably be about. I mean, we've heard it's going to be an hour, but who knows? Because they have to blow out so much information about this. There's a lot of stuff going on here. No, this is a live presentation, right? This isn't like a direct a show where it's like here's like this record already previously recorded event. Do we know? I'm not sure. It's no, been there, specified either way. There is, like, we've seen pictures from Japanese media of people lined up outside uh, outside Tokyo Big Site yeah. for this thing. So it's going to be a live. It's going to be a live press conference. So don't look for applause and expect that this is going to go bang, 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 bang. Okay. Yeah. Like, this isn't going to be like a Sony press conference where they were every line gets interrupted by the, the people that they sent, that they invited him. Um, especially applauded. being in Japan. That's so, so no celebrities are going to come out saying I love video games or anything like that. <laughs> well, we, we might, I don't know, we might get snapped. This is Japan. Oh. <laughs> some, I think they split up, around. though. I heard they split up. Or who, whatever the big band is there. I, I, I forgot yeah, who it was. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got now. There's obviously been a lot of rumors today, and there was that rather unfortunate article that went up on Kotaku earlier about how this is the day of reckoning for people who spread switch rumors. Jesus, yeah. 
the last thing we need is more harassment for these people. Come yeah, on, guys. That's, that's, that's just not good. And, and you would think Jason, I hate, to, I hate to say it, but you would think Jason Schreier, of all people, would know not to stoke that flame. But that's another story. And we're seeing some comment, like we're seeing comments in the chat room of to the effect of Emily Rogers saying Splatoon is a sequel or Laura K. Dale's got her bingo card with everything that's everything that she's reported in the last few months about the switch. Do you, do you think that they, do we think that a lot of those things are going to come to pass tonight or is it some of this, we might have to wait until like E3 for it. I mean, I think, I, I think we'll see a lot of it because, um, you know, for what, from my experience, Emily Rogers and other Nintendo sources have been putting information out here for the last few months. Um, she and many others have been pretty reliable. There, there's not really any reason to, distrust them but then again i also have to be realistic and understand that you know plans change um ideas change and maybe we won't see everything on there but i think um a lot of her stuff and a lot of other people's stuff uh liam robertson i think is another name um their stuff is usually very credible and i have no reason not to doubt them so I, I think we'll see a lot of it, but maybe not everything, but we'll see a lot of their stuff on there tonight. I mean, I think Nintendo's going to want to keep something in the chamber for E3. They don't want to show everything now. They want to be able to build, you know, keep the momentum going in the summer. So I don't think we'll see quite everything, but they, they, they want a blowout. They want, they want people to get excited over this. Yeah, they're, they're going to have 2 million switches in the wild by the end of March, and they want those all sold. Like, I'm sure they wouldn't mind that we have another NES Classic situation. I, I, I think the, the ones in March are going to sell regardless, but they want the thing to keep selling, and that's what I don't think anyone's really sure of right now. They want it to sell in April and May, too, and, and they, they need to have a strong performance tonight to keep that going. Yeah. yeah so, what are we... What do you think that one thing could be that they want to that they maybe hold back on for E3? Like, what Pokemon? are you not a Pokemon? Uh, it might be Pokemon, you know. And I think I've seen people suggesting that like Pikmin Four could be an E3 thing, which makes sense considering the, the audience that's for and the, the the relative lack of hype. I mean, in, in the general audience, I, I can see that being an E3 announcement. Mm-hmm. And I say yeah. Pokemon. Well, although the Pokemon company works on their their own time, so yeah. I mean, it's still it's still fairly soon after Sun and Moon came out. I think they're they're going to want to wait a little bit before confirming stars or whatever they're going to call I, it. I think, I think there's that. Plus, I mean, we're probably going to get information on Mario and Zelda. Yeah, um, and you don't see too many mainline titles from them too often. Um, and we're getting both at the same time, possibly. So, I mean, I think we're going to get a lot of Nintendo stuff here tonight. I mean, if they go Mario and Zelda and Pokemon, I mean, there's not there might not be a lot of stuff to you know, reveal later on in this year. So, I mean, putting back something like Pokemon makes sense. Yeah. I think it's not even announced yet. Yeah, I could. I think they they want to share something of Pokemon, but I could easily see that getting announced like in May, during yeah. after the or after the financials. 
maybe, and then maybe uh, try to Metro like Retro's next project or a new Metroid game that's on the Zelda like Zelda development timeline at E3. Yeah. Well, I could see like in terms of a Retro's game, I could see like a teaser tonight with a full blowout at E3, yeah. like just to yeah. get just to get people excited, but not showing that much of it. They've been developing that game for what feels like years. It's, it's been a yeah. long time. Yeah, it was what was it spring of 2015? Was Tropical Freeze? Yeah, I think so. 2014, yeah. and that 2014, was pretty, really wow. Yeah, yeah that has been was, a while. It was the thing to bridge the gap to Mario Kart. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, they've they've been they've been dark for a while. <laughs> yeah, and just to just a couple of things I'm seeing in the chat here. Terry Goblin asked, "Are we going to see Kimishima speak tonight?" And I think they have confirmed yes, Kimishima will be speaking. Yeah, I, I think I read time. that. I read that he was going yeah, to be there tonight. Yeah, and uh, Carm and Carmine did uh, did mention in there as well that uh, Laura K. Dale did agree to be interviewed for that Kotaku article, and she's and she's really out there with wanting to be proven right on these things. So I, I, I a little calmer about it now. It's just a, seeing what seeing what Emily Rogers got in the past and what Neil even got the few times that. He's reported that we've reported on things like, yeah, that's, I guess that's why I'm a little bit reticent about it. So, so we, we know what we probably won't see. We're obviously going to see a lot of, probably going to see a lot of Mario and Zelda since those have been heavily rumored to be the, the launch, the big launch games. And, with Mario and Zelda alone, does that instantly make it the best launch lineup for a system ever? It it's the most high profile, sure. I don't know that they've ever I mean they've ever had two titles on that level. I mean, usually you have one and then a few like lesser kind of things, but you know, yeah, two two yeah. is I mean, we've heard stuff announced before launch, but we haven't seen like Mario and Zelda out at launch. I think this is a first. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, thinking wrong, but um, that's already pretty big and pretty uh, evident that Nintendo are putting out the big guns pretty early. So I mean, and especially I mean, 3D Mario. This is you know, EA Tokyo yeah. 3D Mario, which has never been launched. This is the first 3D Mario it launched since Mario 64. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's, and EAD. The EAD Tokyo's track record with these things is almost beyond reproach. At Their this track record—I mean, everything they've done has been amazing. Uh, so I am—I am unconditionally excited to, to see whatever they do, and you know, no matter what it is. So I'm—I'm I'm extremely excited for that game. Yeah, I have tons of confidence in them. I mean, uh, Mario platform games are almost always deliver, so I'm looking forward to whatever they put out. Now, the, of course, the other game, the other big gun, the other big bullet in the chamber that they'd be ready to fire is Breath of the Wild. Is this the part where I confess that I really am not confident that this game is going to live up to the expectations that five and a half years of development are giving up? I mean, I don't think anything could live up to those expectations. I mean, they could, you know, have something as good as Ocarina of Time, and I'm not sure, you know, is, you know, as groundbreaking as massive, and I don't know that it would live up to the expectations people have of this game. I played it at E3 last year, and I was very impressed by it. It felt it feels like a completely different z- take on Zelda. I mean, it, but does that yeah. mean and if I it's think going that's, to be- that's 
that's good because I mean, so many people have complained about how stale and and kind of every Zelda game's been kind of the same recently. So they're really stepping out of that. They're doing something different, and so you know, how well do yeah. they execute? That? I mean, this doesn't feel like another retread of Ocarina of Time. I mean, no, I know this is this is the first new one in a while. Yeah, this feels like really new. This feels like something completely new in a new direction, and I think that's a positive. Uh, but it does that mean if it's going to blow away like people were blown away by Ocarina of Time in 1988? Um, I don't know. I think that's up to yeah. people to decide when it comes out. I mean, and this is this is this is a kind of game that Nintendo's never made before. So, yeah, yeah. They, they've gotten into. I mean, like Splatoon was a kind of game Nintendo had never made before, and they did a great job with it. So yeah. it's not to say it will be bad, but it'll be. I'm, I'm very interested to see exactly how it pans out. Yeah, I think my I think my main concern with it is just where I kind of had to watch all of the Treehouse live coverage of E3, and it really came across like it was almost an Ubisoft game. You know, Ubisoft game, the stereotypical thing of it's open world for the sake of being open world. Mm-hmm. So I really I really hope that there's something in there that gives gives the drive because I I mean we this is since the last Zelda games come out we had well Skyrim came out just around it and then we've had stuff like The Witcher 3 and Final Fantasy 15 which each do their own thing with open world adventure slash RPG and now you've got Zelda which is you, which you know the first thing they said about it was you see this mountain you can go there that's open world 101 they, they they have said that you can go and face Ganon like right after the opening cutscene. So this does feel. I mean, this is something really open world, and some whatever you want to do, you can go do. But um, yeah, I, I didn't feel. I mean, I know what you say by Ubisoft open world kind of stuff. I didn't think this is open world just for the sake of open world. I think they're really going to go out and create a, a thriving world. I I uh, hope so. Because yeah. if they do, like, this is going to be... I mean, if they can do that, if they create a big world and there's a lot of stuff to do and they really nail it, then then this is, a, you know, something on the level of Ocarina of Time in terms of something new and something, you know, they really pulled off something nobody had really done before. So I, I, I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't be the first time that I've gone completely against the grain again for popular opinion on this website. Look at our game of the year. Yeah, well, it's like I'm not. I so like I'm. I'm hopeful it'll nail it. I'm not all that confident that they'll nail it. You know, so it's like we'll see. It's you know, I, I'm. I want to. I want to see more. You want to? I, I want to believe too. But well, they they they'll have the the opportunity to show us all tonight. I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure how much they're going to show. I mean, like they've shown so much of Zelda that I kind of feel like they might not always hard on Zelda tonight because of how much info is already out there. That's true. I would expect to see more of Mario because like we've seen what 11 seconds of it in that in the teaser yeah. trailer. So yes, I, I think people are talk about Zelda but not as much as they have right. in the previous stuff. I think I think it's going to come out in March we might see like maybe a direct on it before then. But I don't think we'll see like a big detail. Oh, I'm sure there'll be more, and especially. I mean, how much? And do we know exactly? I mean, how much they're doing tomorrow? In you know, for the American broadcast, I think we might see more in-depth coverage of of games and like and stuff like tomorrow. 
in that in the in that broadcast. Okay, so that's the stream tomorrow at like nine in the morning, right? Nine, yeah, nine nine thirty Eastern. Uh, I, if I had to guess, I'm going to say it's in New York City. Yeah, I, I would assume that would be really early yes. in Seattle or San Francisco. Yeah, that's like yeah. six thirty, so I'm obviously <laughs> sorry, but and uh, yeah, and, and this is like. And the first of those pop, those my Nintendo invite only events is tomorrow in in New York City. Yeah. We cannot confirm or deny that we've snuck. We managed to get a couple of people who have invites in there, but hopefully you'll see some coverage on that tomorrow. Yeah. So another another thing that leaked out earlier this week is obviously with any new system, you look to the or any new piece of hardware, you look to the accessory makers to come up with details and. Well, the good folks at Quarry have leaked just about everything, including but not limited to uh, game cases, which show the approximate size of what the cards will be for this for the Switch, screen protectors, and then they showed a giant fight stick. Mm. Not and That's we're not we're not talking for like four button for Pokemon. Like this is a full eight button fight stick we're talking. About. So Which, is, yeah, you would assume that means there's something coming that would yeah. use it, but you never know with these kinds of things. I mean, I don't think it will be Street Fighter Five because uh, that's a Sony thing. Yeah, I think they Sony paid for exclusivity on that, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. they kicked in some money for development on that, so they have so a long term. Maybe the new King of Fighters or Tekken Seven. I think Tekken seems likely. <laughs> yeah, Tekken, and we've seen some like for normally. I mean, we say normally this doesn't really mean a whole lot, but like Arc System Works, oh, make uh-huh. the Blaze Blue series. Yes. have been pretty aggressive tonight in promoting the Switch event. Well, then that would seem likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah it leads me to believe that they, they've probably got something cooking, whether it's like Double Dragon 4 that got announced coming out in two weeks on PS4 coming to the Switch or what. But they're, I think they're going to have some sort of, there's going to be some pretty heavy fighting presence there. You think, but uh-huh. as as GX pointed out in the chat, that Hori doesn't need an excuse to make a fight stick. I mean, like they've, sure. they, they, yeah. So you, you can't assume anything, but you would you would think that that would indicate that. I mean, there's fight sticks out there for the Wii U, right? Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, like they, they they're they're such a niche product that that you you know like yeah. I I don't know, I, but you would think. And Look, I can't think of any like really big fighting games on Wii U except for, like. I think Tekken Tag Tournament came out like very Tekken, early. Tekken, Tekken Tag, Tag was a launch title, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, you got Tekken Tag, Injustice, uh-huh. and Smash Brothers, which if you, you know, it's an Evo game, so that definitely counts. And then Poke. And Poke Tournament, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's not indicative of anything, but I think I think we'll see some fighting games on there. It's, the fighting game scene is still it's pretty big. Esports is in. Yeah, I wonder. That's, it. that's another question. Do you think Nintendo is going to go into esports? Maybe push for the. I mean, the, the what, I mean, you you look back at the Switch teaser trailer. They kind of hinted at like they showed yeah. a, an environment with esports of Splatoon. So you know, I don't know if that was just based on nothing, but it seems like Nintendo is kind of you know looking into it at least. They know it's a thing. I think that's what. Yeah, I, I mean they've worked. I mean they, they've kind of cooperated to a certain extent with with Smash Brothers <laughs> tournaments, so it's not like they haven't done anything in the past. Yeah, yeah. 
and I mean, they and they know have some experience with running a big video game tournament on their own between the World Championships at E3 a couple years ago. Oh, of course, yeah. And they can, and if need be, they can always bring up the Pokemon Company, who run their own World Championships for the Pokemon games every year and go into right. the tournament. Yeah, yeah Nintendo does have a certain amount of experience with them. So I mean, it, and I mean. It, even though I, I personally don't really follow the esports scene a lot, we get like five to ten press releases a day about it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, so it's a thing. We get five to ten press releases a day about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Ask, ask James Jones about some of the press releases that we ended up, ended up receiving in the last few weeks. Yeah, I've but, seen some stuff, and it's like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with video games, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that that was my. I think my New Year's resolution. Once all this Switchman stuff is done, I think I'm just going to go. I'm going to actually just start replying unsubscribed to every one of those stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> but I mean, technically, that's supposed to be my job. But anyway, yeah. So another one, another one mentioned by uh, Stalfo14 in in the YouTube chat. Uh, Guilty Gear. Oh, that's yeah. another one that. And there, there's a couple of those that Arc System Works could have in the in the pipeline to. When was to the last Guilty Gear game? I haven't uh, heard of a Guilty Gear game in a long time. I think it just was like at least it was like eighteen. It was about eighteen months ago, I think. Oh. Or it was like okay. late, it was either late 2014 or late 2015. They oh. had a new version of one. So, and I, I, I trying to recall if they had one in development somewhere along the line that could come to Switch. Theoretically, so yeah. if, I don't know if that gets announced on during the presentation tonight, but maybe that comes out in prep. We get a PR about it afterwards. Sure, or maybe it'll appear in the stream tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. Um. So obviously, you know, Nintendo has to show their hardware. They got to show their games, since that's what's going to really, really drive sales of the Switch. But Aside from Ubisoft, what are we expecting to see out of third parties on this one? I think we'll see some sports titles. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, I mean, you watch. I mean, especially everybody who hasn't should definitely watch the Nintendo the the Switch Palace video Nintendo World Report put out, which is I found very entertaining. And and Neil predicted FIFA as as a launch title, and I think that makes a lot of sense, and I would certainly buy it, as anyone who knows me knows that I sink a ton of time into that game. I I mean, it's usually EA will put out at least one Madden game or one FIFA game on uh, the Switch. Well, Madden, I mean, in March, March is really not a good time for Madden, since, you know, like the Super Bowl will have been a month and a half at least before the system launches. I think they should come out during the summer, so maybe we'll get one this summer. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, if we're going to get Madden, I would expect we get it when everybody else gets Madden in the yeah. fall, when when the season's about to start. Yeah, I, I would guess that we would get at least one of the a lot of the sports games at least for this year, and maybe they'll just drop it next year. Who, who knows? But that's that's kind of how like they've been doing it the last couple of generations. They'll put something out, and then if it sells well, they'll probably continue. If they don't, they they won't. I mean, it's. I mean, I would love it. I mean, yeah, because I mean, you know, you look back at the Wii U. The Wii U got FIFA and Madden at launch, and then never got them again. So, 
I would love yeah. to get the sports game. I mean, I'm a big sports gamer. I, I play a lot of sports games, and so if I could get all of those on Switch, I would be ecstatic because I, it would it would be fantastic. But I, I'm not really expecting that. It would be yeah. cool to yeah. see a WWE game on here, but I don't see it. I, I'm, actually, I would say UFC would probably be a better chance of coming out than WWE. But yeah, I think. I mean, I think the. Uh, there, there was that debunked oh. rumor that did claim that Microsoft was getting some sort of exclusivity, like Rise of the Tomb Raider style, on the next UFC game. Really? So I I question the validity of that part of it, especially considering the rest of it's complete bunk. Yeah. So I think we may... I think... I mean, they're doing the PC release of WWE 2K17 like in three weeks. But oh, yeah. half, I, think, I think at that point, they may as well just wait for... Then wait for next year's game. Yeah, do like like you would see with Madden. I think NBA is a good candidate to come out from Two K just because they showed it in the Switch reveal, and we also got the we all, and it's coming up to the point that people are really really going to start caring about basketball as the playoffs approach, and the NBA gets out of it. Yeah, and then and, and that was in Neil. Also, I mean, like as 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 Soren points out, it's not exactly the the boldest prediction, but you know, like two, NBA two K seems like a likely thing as well. Yeah, I think I think the other, but given that this is in Japan, like we might we might get a date for Skyrim, which I definitely agree with what Neil said in that Switch Palace video that it's getting yes. Skyrim's getting delayed for QA. And if it is, that means it's going to be the best version of that game. So. <laughs> Because I think they released the re-release and they saw the same bugs that were in the original games, which is yep. like, now what's the point? <laughs> I, I have, if I by some fool end up reviewing that game, I have a very specific scoring system in mind for it. But oh. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, minus when you minus point one points for every bug, so you're going to give it a minus thirty or something. <coughs> I think my Central. original. I think in my original playthrough of that game, I had to wait until a bug came out or a patch came out because I think one of the missions was actually like we couldn't beat it. I mean, like they, they I forget what exactly, but it's like you couldn't beat the quest and you had to wait for them to release a patch yeah. or yeah. fix it. I've never played I Skyrim. I've, I've never played Skyrim before. I've always been kind of interested, but never got around to it. And so, if if this is on Switch, if it is real, I would definitely pick it up because I mean, I'd love to have it in that handheld yeah. form factor. Yeah, despite all the bugs and all the problems, it's still a really fantastic game. I spent like yeah. all of November 2011 playing it, so so I, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I think because I think a lot of I mean, we'll get the sports games from the third parties, like, we'll, and we might see Ubisoft because there was the Rumor of the Rabbids game. And the the ever present threat that Beyond Good Evil Two is coming, but that seems more like something they would do. Really, I mean, Michelle Ansel has incriminating photos or things about Ubisoft's management because he, he keeps he, they keep letting him make whatever he wants. He had he has significant stock in Ubisoft that is the only thing keeping the Vendi from taking over. The yeah, that's, that must be it. He's got to be something. He's got to be blackmailing them somehow. Yeah, but I think I think the main main thing we're going to see from third parties, even if it's just in a reel, and maybe with one big announcement, is Japanese third parties and Minecraft because they re- like Minecraft sells big in Japan. The best-selling Microsoft yeah, game in Japan is Minecraft on Wii U. 
Yes. That is that is amazing. When I saw that, I I, I loved that 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 stat. <laughs> and, and and of course, this this thing being in Japan, we're probably going to get a lot of a lot of boost from Japanese third parties that yeah. look at Xbox One sales in Japan, go what Xbox One sales. And now have a second platform that might actually do something there that can sell. Yeah, and especially, I mean, people pointed out like the 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 the, the, uh, the switch has a lot of potential to get some of the titles that were coming to Vita before the Vita kind of fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, th- I think you're going to get some interesting stuff from Japanese developers. Uh, so yeah, but the thing, is, the counter to that is, I don't know how much Western stuff we're going to hear about tonight, given that this is a primarily Japanese. Uh, production. I think Ubisoft, if they are doing that Mario Rabbids game, that'll probably be there. But I don't know how much else. Yeah, yeah. I heard that got delayed. I think that was the rumor. Delayed, but yeah, but I'm saying if if that is if they're if they're ready to show it, that that will probably okay. be there. But I I don't know how much. You know, I wouldn't expect to see much about like FIFA or NBA 2K tonight. Yeah. I mean, I'm at least I'm kind of interested in seeing how Rabbids Mario game would work. Yeah, I'm hoping to at least kill a lot of rabbits. I hope so. I thought that concept was done. No, it's back. I'm like, oh, cool, rabbits. Okay, and maybe and maybe we get some. Maybe we see some Square Enix. I think we're more likely to see stuff like. I don't know, Dragon Quest Builders than we have to see. Yes, cool. something like that. I would get, I would get that. Or whatever. Heard such good things. I would pick that up on Switch. <laughs> and everyone's everyone is saying, well, yeah, and we've also forgot Square Enix already announced Dragon Quest 11. So we're going yeah. to that tonight. There you go. And there is, and there was that ger- German one that had Dragon Quest 11 and 10, hmm. which that would be quite an interesting development to have Dragon Quest X come over after four and a half years. Dragon Quest X on you know, what the, that is the what the, the the fourth platform Dragon Quest X would be on? In, in yeah. Just from Nintendo. Know, Don't forget it. That's kind of crazy. I think it, it's on Wii and I think it's on Wii U. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and just, it, Dragon Quest X and Just Dance are the only games to ever be on three Nintendo consoles as full releases, not virtual console. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. And if I'm wrong, I'm sure the chat room will correct me. Oh, I'll cool. always do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> All right. So we got about, wow. We got still got a half hour to go here. Half hour. This, this thing is crawling by, but. So any anything else that we anything else that you hope? What's the one miracle long shot that you're hoping to see at this conference tonight? I, I would like to see some way of truly, really expanding the storage significantly. Because right now it doesn't. It seems like there's not going to be much built in, and then you got micro SD card slot, and it's like as someone who buys games digitally almost exclusively, I'm worried about how that's going to work on this system. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, go ahead, Brian. Well, I think we're kind of like for me. I would kind of like to see some sort of achievement system for the Switch. I mean, it's not like completely necessary. I know it's trivial for some people, but I would kind of like to see one just so we can see it on all three major systems. That would be cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with JP on this. I think my main concern is the is the storage solution. Sure. Because I mean, they if, like if the rumor was reiterated today by Lord Dale that it's going to be micro SD officially supporting up to 128 gigabytes, which having just having recently acquired a copy of Doom. <laughs> yeah. And all you know these the twenty nine gig update I had to download before I could even play that game. Um, it's not I really certainly see, <laughs> Yeah, Western Western third parties with their giant with the games as a service and massive update fetishes. Uh, if yeah. they bail out of the switch, that's a probably a good reason why. I mean. Officially, the 3DS only takes up to 32 gigs anyway. Right, right and that's, that's what I'm hoping because I someone I I recently there was a sale on Newegg recently. I I bought a 200 gigabyte as micro SD card, so I'm really hoping the Switch supporting up to 128 is a lot like the 3DS supporting up to 32. Yeah, because I mean anything over because I think the form the format above 32 is like SCXC and that supports up to two terabytes. So, any like unless Nintendo is actually bothering to implement some sort of storage restriction on the system, which yeah, really 128 seems like a weird place to cut it off because yeah, like the the reasoning was 32 was because that's the upper limit of SDHC, but you could right. make it take XC cards if you just formatted them the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and some some questions in the chat dead anyway wondering is there going to be multiple restore points for virtual console the that i mean they started that with that yeah the only the only place we know for that is the nes classic but if that but if nintendo europe r&d is doing that is working on the virtual console somehow like they did with the nes classic then that it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, that's one thing we haven't touched upon is the virtual console because there's so many questions. Like at the beginning, I mean, like for starters, are we going to have to pay it like two dollars again for Super Mario World? Because like, assume. I would. Be <laughs> I mean, like I would. I'm going to go ahead and assume that's going to be the case and hope that it's not, but it probably will be. I I I think the rumor was that there would be some sort of update charge, but I have my two. I guess my two VC long shots. Are the library starts with at least the Wii U's virtual console because we're still getting stuff on that in North America. And if there is an update, like if there's an upgrade charge, that there's a cap. Like if if I can pay 15, 20, 25 bucks Canadian for just a bulk upgrade of everything. Right. To yeah, I remember. That was suggested on RFN as a like, wouldn't it be nice back when when the Wii U Virtual Console was starting? And so hopefully Nintendo was listening and decided, yeah, let's do that. Like like a cap. Like I want to pay fifteen dollars and I get everything that I bought. Yeah, of course. Then we didn't really realize that the Virtual Console wouldn't come out until April of the following year, and then there would be the the slow trickle again, as they did with the Wii. Yeah. Yeah, so, my my unrealistic hope for the virtual console is to get games at a quicker rate. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even mind if Nintendo did like two two dumps of games every week, like you have your 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 game your full game releases and your indie games on Friday, and then your cool. 
and then do Mondays, bring back PC Mondays. Bring back Virtual Console Monday. I just (laughs) wonder if what the incentive would be to for like, I mean, I know from Wii to Wii U, it was like, well, now you get uh, restore points, and you get this, you get this, and it's like you get, you can, yeah. The big, the big things were restore points, Miiverse, and the ability to play off giving. So I wonder what the incentive is for people to pay eight dollars again for Super Mario World if you if they need to. I mean, I mean, they might do something for like an upgrade fee, which would which I would prefer, but I don't really. I mean, I don't want to pay anything anymore for Super Mario World, but I mean, something tells me we probably are, which is disappointing. But yeah, standard um, buck fifty for a Super Nintendo game, buck for NES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I paid two bucks for a CRX for review today, so I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. I'm kind of just done like paying so much for virtual console stuff like over and over again. Like when when they put out the 3DS and they put the the Super Nintendo stuff on 3DS, and it's like you have to pay all over again for Mario World. It's like. Yeah. Why do I have to? It's, that's that's, that's why amazing. I'm expecting this to stay the same. I, I'm like, like they're gonna, they're gonna make you pay again because they've done that over and over and over again with this service. Yeah. So it's 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 disappointing, but I mean, it's, at the same time, I guess I mean people are gonna do it no matter what. People will complain, but they'll pay for it. So I guess that's their mentality. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. The so are we? The, the rumors seem to indicate that we're going to get GameCube games on virtual console as well. Donald's we favorite get, system. Do we get any other systems that aren't already on, say, the Wii U Visa? I mean, be? I, I don't think in terms of Nintendo, there really isn't much else left. Yeah, we would have to look you'd have at to, You'd have to go to Sega or, or something like that. I mean, you know, give me Dreamcast games. Why not? You know, Dreamcast. if you can emulate the GameCube, you can emulate the Dreamcast. Dreamcast, Sega Saturn. Um, Bring back the Genesis. Maybe they recognize those few yeah. Genesis games Genesis. that I bought. I mean, yeah, I, that would. That, yeah, I was. I was very disappointed that the Genesis never came to Wii U because yeah. I, I mean, I owned one as a kid. I'm a, I'm a fan of that platform, so it would be nice to have those again. Mm-hmm. Turbo Graphics. <laughs> Graphics. Well, they 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 sort of brought that back on Wii U, like three games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember they I they did that. About that. <laughs> and then nothing since. Yeah. I think they released like Bonk's Adventure, and maybe that's it. I, I Bonk, forget Bonk's Adventure, R Type, and I forget what the third game is. Yeah. So. Yeah. That tell, tells you how memorable the Turbo Graphics virtual console was on Wii. We forgot about it. I had a fair number of games on the Wii because you know I'd like to, to get some of those back. Get, it did get stuff on the Wii. Not yeah, so but we got Wii like virtually every game ever released for the system. He kept getting yeah. those all the way to the end. I mean, they there were tons of Turbo Graphics games on the Wii. So yeah, and only a few of them got pulled. But most importantly, it gave us loads of thunder. Yes, loads of thunder. <laughs> and also, I was a big fan of a game called Chu Man Fu, which I wrote a letter to RFN about, and they mocked me for liking that game. So <laughs> I would like that to come back. You can review that one. I would yes. gladly review that game. I would gladly have an opportunity to buy that game. I love that game. Go for it. <laughs> hey. 
So, yeah, I think I, I would love to see, like, that'd be a, that'd be an interesting little me- mini megaton announcement. Just bring, bring back Dreamcast Virtual Console. And Brian, we can maybe get Fire Pro Wrestling D. That would be um, awesome. That would be awesome. Let's, I, I was ready for that. I, have, well, I, was, I was about to say, I've always wanted to play Skies of Arcadia, but if we're getting GameCube, that's probably the better version of that game. So, uh, give me that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah I, I would be willing to give that game another shot, too. That's I, 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 so I think Skies of Arcadia is the best game I've never played. I've played yeah, it from there. I, I, I had the GameCube version, and then something happened, and I don't have it anymore. So, yeah. that, and that's it. a shame because that that GameCube version is worth a lot of money. That that game is pretty rare. Yep. Oops. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. And it's the same thing for the Fire Emblem games too, right? Yeah. I know yeah. the Wii, the Wii yeah. game is a lot. The, 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 the one we game that nobody would complain about having to pay twenty dollars for on a virtual console isn't there. So yeah, I know, right? I would love to pay twenty dollars for I forget subtitle, but Fire Emblem we Radiant Dawn. Path, yeah, I was Path of Radiance is GameCube, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I know I know several people that uh, actually there's probably a lot of people who would pay fifteen twenty bucks for those games after they played Awakening and Fates, but. I just bought Shadow Dragon, and I'm like in a Fire Emblem mood, so I'm like, I hope Fire Emblem Path of Radiance comes out quickly, and then Radiant Dawn comes out somehow, but probably not, because Wii U is, I don't know. Is, like, would there be anything to stop them from keeping the Wii games on the Wii U? Because the Joy-Cons could replicate the Wii remote. I know that's, that's true. I mean, the thing—the thing would have Bluetooth. There would be no reason they couldn't recognize Wii controllers if they wanted to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think the—I think they would just want to make a clean break from the Wii. Like they're not going to bring back the name for it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, I think that, yeah, in, in terms of branding, that makes sense. I mean, the Wii was a huge success, but then the Wii U was a total flop for the most part. And, and yeah. even the people who liked the Wii would say, like, well, that was a long time ago. They want to make a clean break. They want to start over <laughs> in terms of marketing. But I, I think they would still, it they would still be nice to have some of those games. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So sw- switching everything up, going to the, the, sort of hybrid form factor and basically breaking away from the Wii entirely, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a completely new direction, so. Which I think they they needed to go at this point. I was kind of surprised when they kept the Wii U name for the Wii U, so. I mean, I kind of get why, but at the same time, I think people just ended up getting confused. So this is a good, clean break from all that and ready to move in it. Yeah, I, they, they needed this. Way. This this was yeah. the only way it was going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It couldn't go anymore with Wii. Wii's dated, in my opinion. Yeah. And, I mean, it had its run. It had a great run, and then yeah. they just stuck with it too long. Yeah. They, they wrote it into the yeah. ground. Yeah. yeah, they did. They absolutely did. 
So do you think we see still though, do you think they bring Mies back as some sort of form for the UI or I mean they just released Mitomo on mobile. Yeah. They released that other Mitopia, whatever it is. I mean they stay that I think those stick around. I mean I think you see them, but maybe not as emphasized. Yeah. Kind of like avatars on the Xbox One. Yeah. Because I forget I have an avatar on Xbox One, so I, yeah, mean, I, mean, I have don't. owned an Xbox One for like a year and a half now, and I didn't realize there were avatars on it. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it was kind of a 360 carryover, but right. I mean, but I think you'll it, see more than that because I really, I mean, like I said, Nintendo is still releasing things based around Mii's. I think they, yeah. they, you know, I think they're going to keep those around because I think they work really well for for a certain type of thing, and, and I don't think they'll be quite as emphasized, but I think they'll still be there. Because the the Mies at this point are basically just another Nintendo character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Probably the most successful character they've come up with in a while. So, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Definitely, they, they, they... Definitely the, the most successful since, I think, po- since they got on board with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. In terms of at least yeah. what the games actually sold. Right. Yeah. So we've got about 15 minutes left here, so... I guess final final round of questioning here. What do we th- do? We want to go on record in predicting what the price and what what's going to be in the box when you buy it, and <coughs> when you're going to buy it. Uh, I couldn't uh, since we did former staff or, or you know he still sticks around for things. Andy Gurgen did a a poll uh, for for the staff about predictions for what it would be in, so I'll read off what I predicted for that. Uh, which, okay, now I don't have it in front of me. Okay. But I, I'm pre- pretty sure my my prediction was uh, $250 price point with Splatoon in the box. Yeah. I need to look up mine too, so... I guess March seventeenth. I think that's the date everybody yeah, has. Yeah, I also so. yeah, Mark. I, I I predicted the seventeenth as well. I would say March seventeenth, um, two forty nine, and what would come with it? I would guess. I mean, probably some sort of memory card, because I think that's a given. So well, it depends on how they're going to want it. It depends on if there's going to be storage built in. True. Like I could see them building in, say, thirty-two gigabytes of storage, and then having the SD card slot open for you to add to that. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I put down. Okay, March seventeenth, two forty-nine, and I put down an SD card and a charger for the the controller. So yeah. that's my guess. Yeah, it's, it's safe, yeah. but I mean, I think that's. That's most likely. Yeah, I went with. I, I'm still at this point. I'm still leaning toward a two a two two system setup, like two two forty nine US converted appropriately, so like three twenty nine Canadian, five hundred dollars in Australia, whatever it is in the end for a thirty two thirty two gig system, and then two ninety nine gets you sixty four gigs and whatever the pack in is. So, like, I, I would go with Splatoon. See, there would need to be more of a, I mean, I don't know, 64. I mean, I... I think it's more if you'd be, like, you'd be paying for the packing because it'd be available separately for, you know, 64. So are you saying there wouldn't be a pack in a 249? 
No. Okay. See, that's yeah. yeah I, I, I I'd mean, be surprised I, if that's the case. I, ideally, there would be a pack in a two forty nine, but I could see Nintendo using that as an opportunity to get to get the higher selling price. I think we'll see something though that comes with the Nintendo with the Switch that um that kind of demonstrates what the system can do, kind of like Nintendo Land with the Wii, Wii U, and Wii Sports with uh, the Wii. I think we'll get something there. If they're going to do that, I would expect it to take the form something more along the lines of, say, Face Raiders on the 3DS, where it's small and not that well developed and it's just on the system memory. Like, I can see that. The thing is that the Switch kind of doesn't have, at least based on what we know for sure, doesn't have much in the way of, like, unique functionality. Like, it it, it doesn't have a second screen because it's... You know, it's if if you pull it off the thing, that's your only screen. And if you put it in the in the dock, and it's the TV. It, it's it's the most traditional console Nintendo's made in a while, and so I'm not sure how much there is that they could really do to show off what it is in that kind of a in that kind of a form. True. I think there there there'll be something there though. I don't think there's yeah. going to release something without nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, and like I said, if if there is something 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 small and built in like face raiders would yeah. would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, I because at at this point, like I, I want to believe that they're going to come out. You know, the one package. It's got everything you need. It's got a lot of memory. It's got you know maybe a micro SD card in there that we can that we can quickly take out and lose. Yeah. Oh, those things are so small. <laughs> I, I, I stumbled across these things like I'm looking for something to upgrade the firmware on my PS4 and I I, I went through about five micro SD cards where I found one that was actually small enough to do the job. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's the thing. I mean, I got what is my my 3DS is 128 gigs and I mean I got a 64 gig one that I'm not using for anything right now. So it's like you know, throw that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I no, like love, I said, I bought a 200 gigabyte one that I'm intending to put in the Switch. Yeah. I I would love to. I would love for them actually to have dual micro SD card slots. That would be the the cleanest solution to me for for really letting you expand storage. Uh, I, I I would definitely be on board with that. Uh, I, it doesn't sound like that's the case, but I I would love to see that as a surprise. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Another thing I guess we could bring up, I mean, I just want to bring it up, uh, region-free, are, are, are you pretty sure that's going to happen, or do you think Nintendo is going to be, like, kind of skittish about it, and are not, are not even bring it up? Or? I mean, um, we've seen people suggesting it, and, you know... Yeah, so. yeah we. I think we've we've seen people <laughs> say that it's going to happen, but I think, like, like Brian said, Nintendo is not going to want to mention it. Yeah. yeah. That, we'll, that I can we'll, absolutely see. That it'll be region free, and if you read the manual in small print somewhere, it'll say that it is. Yeah. But they're not going to advertise that. No, I think it'll be region free, but they won't say it tonight. They'll they'll be like, oh, oh, oh certainly we're not going to hear about that tonight. Because yeah, right. I don't think it's priority for Nintendo to say, oh, it's region free. It yeah, yeah we'll, we'll find it out. We'll find it out when somebody bought once one of the Famicast guys imports a ten dollar game from Europe mm-hmm. and discovers that it actually works. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it's going to yeah. happen if if it does happen. Nintendo is not going to make a big deal of it. Yeah, because nope. I mean, Xbox One's region free, Sony's region free. You can move accounts into like you can have accounts in different regions, sign into them on the same system. 
Are we going to see something like that, that the eShop is going to be region-free? I, I would not expect that. I, I would expect, expect like, it'll be region-free in the sense that if you buy a physical game from a, a different region, it'll work. I don't think you'll be able to access the eShop of a different region than the one you bought it from. I think Nintendo's mentality on this kind of stuff is that, like, people don't don't really care. I mean, I mean, people, I mean, obviously in our community, people care about it. Yeah. I mean, and and I think they're right for the most part, your average consumer doesn't care about this, but there, there is a a very vocal minority who you would endear yourself to if you let them do this. And so I think, so I think maybe they'll be fine with region free, but I mean, switching Nintendo accounts from one country to another and, you know, things like that. I, I don't think they put much thought into that. So I, I wouldn't expect it. I wonder if I wonder if the Nintendo account as it exists now is even set up to allow for that. I don't, know. I don't think it is. I think yeah, I, I yeah, I don't think they would have to. Yeah, that, that's I, I think a part of it too is that it would require work for them to build a system that allows you to have multiple Nintendo accounts and 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 do it across regions and it's i you know it seems like it would be a lot easier to just say if you have a japanese game card or european game card you can just stick it into an american switch and it'll work that that seems like it's it wouldn't be as tough to pull off and and that may be the extent of what they're doing well hopefully the multi-account support for this is better than it is on the vita where you have to basically format the memory card every time yeah or just swap out memory cards yeah it's it's not fun to do that (laughs) To switch accounts on Vita. I've had to do that with my brother, and it's not fun. Yeah, it's it's not it, a, it's not it's great. Tedious. I mean, it's it's better than nothing, but it's it's yeah. not well implemented. It's, it's tedious. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but I mean, if they if they do mention it tonight, though, you'll, you'll hear the cry. You'll hear the cries of joy all over the internet. Anyway, at least we will, because <laughs> we follow those kind of people. Yeah. yeah. I, but like I said, I, I don't think it's going to come up tonight at all. Like like I said, this is if this is an hour presentation, they have to get through this pretty quick, and they're not going to spend any time mentioning something like that. All right, so it is about twenty five after ten Eastern time. Uh, the presentation, the switch presentation is going to start in about thirty to thirty five minutes. So we are going to duck out of here because we've got to get ready. For a lot of news articles that are going to be coming out on Nintendo World Report over the next hour and a bit, uh, next hour and a half to two hours. Uh, If you're on the site, uh, you can join the chat, the IRC chat for this, which will be going, which is still going active. It's there. And we'll be quite busy throughout the night. Just, you uh, you know, some of the people in the IRC chat are like, you know, they're, they're the forum regulars, so if you're not one of them, you know, be, be careful. You know what you're getting into, but but if you're not, come check out the forums. We're not all terrible. Yeah, so you can, and you actually see two two of the staff that post regularly on the forums are on this call right now. You mean the two staff that post regularly in the forums are on the call? Well, Carmine, too. Carmine, yeah. well, Carmine hasn't been around as much lately. He's there sometimes, yeah, but that that's true. Yeah, I could be on the forum more, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it should. <laughs> it's I, I, really fun should. I really should. There's a lot of fun people, and there's also Kushinada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, getting getting back to the to the planning here, 
Uh, once the show is over, Radio Free Nintendo has a live audio stream set up on our Switch Switch event page. It's right linked on the homepage. So you'll be able to listen to them. They're probably going to be pulling in callers from the IRC chat. So if you want to get in on that, they'll, they'll take you through getting all that set up. And since it'll be after midnight on the East Coast when we do that, the takes might be a little hotter and drunker than you normally see on RFN. RFN after dark. Yeah. And pity poor Greg Leahy, who's getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning for this. Oh. I mean, isn't that like, you know, that's not that unusual, right? I mean, it's a little bit different, but it's, you know. The typical Thursday night for Greg, but still, I cannot imagine getting up that early. Me either. And yeah. I can, but I mean, I have a crazy sleep schedule, so, you know. And tomorrow, uh, there'll be articles reacting to everything, videos, things of that nature going up. We'll be recording all that as well as a lot, as well as... Probably uh, some people complaining. Yeah. And there'll be a connectivity episode. And then when you get up, if you're on, if you're in North America, when you get up Saturday morning, uh, the Famicast is going to an event that's open to the public in Tokyo at Tokyo Big Site, and they will have had hands-on with the Switch. So, look forward to that. Yeah, the presentation just went live. I guess music's playing, and it'll be up in about half an hour. It'll start in half an hour. All right. So, we are going going to bug out of here, and you can switch over, switch your YouTube over to that. Uh, Thank you very much for watching and listening. Uh, And this will also be on the Nintendo News Report iTunes feed. You can find it. And if you love what we do and you love what we did with this presentation, you can go to patreon.com slash NWR and and give us a couple bucks a month. Help keep the lights on. Thank you very much. Have a good night. See ya. See you later. Merry Switch Menace.